What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Monday. Sex Panther, what's going on? Oh, you know, the fact that you introduced me first just could only mean that once again... We're without Max. I don't know if anybody takes more days off than Max does. I'd say that tongue-in-cheek because I have taken more than my fair share of days off this year. But listen, I embrace it because that just means I get to talk to somebody I really don't get to talk to that often. And I really want some feedback because, believe it or not, I actually did watch the Daytona 500. Well, the end of the Daytona 500. Sports line fighting Phil. What's going on, buddy? Good morning, boys. Happy Monday. Uh, talking about days off. I'm off from work today, you know. Oh. So, uh, yeah, this this government gig has its perks. But good morning, and not a lot on the sports card. But let's let's break into it. Should should we say it's Happy President's Day to some people? I mean, I guess it's Happy President's Day to all people, but some people get the day off, right? Correct. Yeah, just it's schools, it's a governments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's the President's Day, and I respect the institution of the president, and I respect all government <laughs> institutions in the yeah, United States and Canada. <laughs> Sounds like we're going down a rabbit hole here. Mm. Not at all. I just want to just want to wish them another successful year at doing what they do best and oppressing all of us. All right. Uh, so, what happened over the weekend, Bill? Well, uh, we had we had three races, and you know the Daytona 500 happened. What a mess that thing was. Um, I was texting you with about 40 laps to go, how mm-hmm. wonderfully situated we were. We had first and third and fifth and, uh, yeah. you know, with one pit cycle remaining. And then, uh, you know, all hell broke loose. The, the guy <laughs> I made fun of for three straight paragraphs in my Sportsline article ended up winning. So um, things just went way upside down. We took a small loss on the Daytona 500. We lost 1.1 units, I think. Uh, but we ended up plus 2.03 for the weekend. Mm. We had some nice hits. Yeah, man, we hit um, the qualifying uh, pole winner on Wednesday, which was plus 1,600. Um, then we hit a dual winner on Thursday night, plus 1,200. So, you know, there was a lot of positives. It was good to 
get back to handicapping what we're best at. It was it was a lot of fun this weekend. That's awesome, man. That's fantastic. You know, I didn't we didn't get to do a show on Friday because of the rain delay on the trucks, right? The rain. Correct. Yeah, the the um they couldn't decide whether to call the race or or keep trying to get it dry. And by the time they called it, it was eleven thirty and I had to defend democracy on oh, right, on right. Saturday. Right. Yeah, we had a we had an election. So um, you know, no pod, unfortunately, but we'll we'll get back in the in the podcasting business this weekend. You'll forgive me if I bring some Friday night humor into the Monday morning show. Is that why Haley Deegan d- d- uh, has a DNF next to her name? Is it, it, was, it was the rain that got her? No, no, it was just <laughs> skill. It was a uh, lack of skill that got her. Yeah, she got cleaned up. I think in the in the, the the first accident of the year. So congrats, Haley. Right, right back to where you were. Nice, Panther. You, you watched the end of the Daytona 500, huh? I did. You know, and I grew up. I grew up watching racing a lot. The, the uh, introductions, you know, seeing all those guys, Dale Jarrett and Bobby Allison and, and Gordon, who was one of my favorite, like seeing those guys was a little bit nostalgic. And then they go through the list of these guys racing. I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? But I, I knew, I knew about half the names, but I tell you, I love restrictor plate racing. Talladega and Daytona are probably my two favorite tracks, but man, when you get down to the nitty gritty, you get down to the end, and that big one comes. And no matter how good you've been all day, no how dominant you've been all day, you get caught up in that, and it just changes everything. And you know, some of the better cars weren't there. And at the very uh, very end, you get a, a guy like Stenhouse that doesn't have a team, doesn't have a partner. He's just out there on an island by his, uh, his lonesome, hasn't won a race in 199 tries, and he wins the Daytona 500. And I think for me, part of that is what makes the 500 and Talladega so fun is because they really are unpredictable. And I mean, I don't know how you do it, Phil, because betting on these things just feels like you're just trying to dodge a bullet. Like you're out there playing dodgeball and it's survival of the fittest. Yeah, I mean, if it was up to Steve, we wouldn't have bet on the Daytona races at all because mm. he's he's in the same boat. We like predictability. We like a good, boring race that nobody wants to watch because those are the easiest to handicap. And this this was an absolute mess. And but I got I got to hand it to, to Stenhouse. I mean, the guy is an absolute wheel man. You know, he he could he could drive a lawnmower if if he had to. It, it's a uh, it, a lot of respect for that dude. He's out there doing it without a team. And at Daytona, you know, it, it it's a lot of team centric moves you know you, you have to have a drafting partner you have to have somebody to come down pit pit road with and and he's just out there on his own so hey man congrats to that dude i won't make fun of him next week maybe next month oh so he has he's a team of one he's not affiliated with anybody no he's, no. he's out there by himself wow wow is that because he's uh because people make fun of him for three paragraphs uh I, most people i think would go with four i feel like i cut him a break oh okay you were nicer to him yeah yeah but yeah i mean the guy he uh he's probably most famous for dating danica patrick so i mean yeah kind of a kind of a wild card this cat aaron Aaron Rodgers' sloppy seconds bingo bingo all right well that was racing did anybody watch the nba all-star game i want to know no i i did you did i did did you have the over 350 I, I, did, I did not. I um, the only thing I took, I took uh, on a boost. I took Team Giannis money line because it was, you know, uh, plus one ten or something. So the boost got me to one thirty five, I think. And then I took some positions on Dame. I had Dame for eight plus threes 
and over 23 and a half points and then MVP. So uh, Dame did hit the game winner, which was his eighth three-pointer. So mm. we, we cashed that plus 550 ticket, cashed his uh, points ticket. He did not win MVP because Tatum went, went bonkers. But the All-Star game is a joke, in my opinion. They don't even try and stop a, a, a layup. So um, it, it's a dunk contest. It, it, it's, it's just it's not good TV. And thank God I have three of them, you know? TVs. Yeah, that's, that's the... That's <laughs> glad you finished that sentence. Um, that, that's the curious thing is you get these guys like and Team LeBron, and then they're only out there, whatever, eighteen minutes. They played less minutes than any of the other starters. Uh, I don't know if that's coaches, kind of like doing they with a baseball. Hey, I don't want my pitcher out there for more than one inning, or don't want him to pitch. I don't know if any of that has anything to do with anything. I know you got to get everybody in, but it seemed like the bench did more contributing uh, for, for these all-star games than maybe the starting rosters did. But you're right. It's been this way forever that there's no defense played. I don't even know how you get a foul. Did anybody get a foul in that game? Uh, Tatum just, shot a couple free throws, I think. They, <laughs> yeah, because, it, you know, you look at – I go and look at the stat line. It's like 300, over 358, even 360 points combined, and they missed a bunch of shots. Like, it's typical NBA. You're – going to miss some shots it's like how many shots did you guys put up and we still come up with 360 points that just blows my mind that's with paul george going over for over for, for nine at the three-point line Giannis played one minute lebron did not play the second half so you're right i mean um it, it's it's a joke it's an absolute joke I, I don't know how to make it make it interesting i don't know how to make it um you know watchable but it's just you know, next year I, I probably won't tune in. I'm just kidding. I'm going to bet on the thing again next year, but it's 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 a mess. It's a mess of an event. You don't have to watch things you bet on. You can just bet it and walk away. I don't know how to do that. But yeah. I do. We have, Teach me your ways. Yeah, we have a little bit of a reaction here from uh, from Michael Malone. Here, I, I just thought I'd play this little clip for you. You know, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be a part of a, a great weekend, great right. players. But that is the worst basketball game ever played. Did you catch that? Did you were you able to hear that? Did it come through? Did not. Okay. Well, Michael Malone, no, the podcast, the, the audience heard it. Uh, Michael Malone called it the worst basketball game he's ever seen. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, we should invite Michael Malone on the on the show. Oh, I, I think his tongue was a little bit planted in cheek, but yeah, I mean, it's a problem with the all-star game for almost every single sport is it's so far removed from what the game really is. I mean, the NFL, is, they threw in the, the flag and, and changed the game completely. Yeah. I mean, I well, think not, maybe, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, not, all, not only the, the all-star game, but then everything that leads up to the all-star game, you get G League players on two-day contracts or competing in the slam dunk contest, which has been kind of the marquee event. Everybody wants to see the slam dunk contest, and you, you can't even get the names out there. And I don't even know who shot the, the three-point contest. I never even heard a name. Um, but, yeah, the NBA's got to do something about these all-star the entire weekend, not just the game, because it's really unwatchable. Um, I, I want to take a step back on the yeah. dunk contest. Let's, let's be careful because Mac McClung is a Philadelphia 76er <laughs> and that may be the only championship we get for years. So I'm, uh, I'm holding that one, you know, in high regard. I saw his winning dunk. It was solid. 
I wouldn't take it anyway. It was solid. But leading up to it, you you expect to see names, and there's no freaking name. Matt McClung was a, is a three-point shooter. He's a legit. No, McClung was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he 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 was a a Georgetown uh, player. He played for Texas Tech. I mean, he's a household name around here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nothing else. Yeah. All-star All right. game? No all-star game. Let's talk about the XFL. You want to talk about the XFL? Okay, so how was the product overall, Phil? You are... I I watched every game. Yeah. And I am impressed, especially for week one. I mean, um, it was a very, very good product. And, you know, the over... We, we hit three out of four overs, so that mm-hmm. was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that just shows there was good quarterback play. Uh, there was a lot of defensive scores. I mean, it was... It was actually good football. I, th- I think this league has found some dudes that have passion for the game, and it, it really showed. It was a good product. Um, the Seattle Sea Dragons, my my team, that I'm, you know, I bought a hoodie and a T-shirt, and then they lost in the second half. So, um, you know, maybe I can return it. But really good, really <laughs> good product. Good uniforms. Uh, good production value. I mean, we we saw that in the clip you sent us this morning, Arch. Oh, well, the, 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 the clip I have here, I'm blown away. You guys apparently won't be able to hear it because it's not piping sound over to you. It's an instant replay here. And what it has is the replay, the nest. We can listen to the communication between the, 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 replay, the, the, the replay officials and the officials on the field. It's really I've incredible. Got left foot down I've got control. Bounce. I've got the left foot inbounds. They're switching camera angles. They're looking at different things. Yeah, Mike, we're looking at the catch. And it was quick. It was expedite. Yes. Really right. Good. It doesn't have this, you know, an ancient referee, you know, going over the sidelines to look at look at under the hood, too, with them to see what he sees. No, it's just it's just the nest and the instant replay nest telling them what he sees, what the call is, where the spot the ball, what the clock is. Boom. Done. And we get to hear the whole thing. Well, yeah, that uh, goes good. So that that goes to one of the things you called them out for. You want the officials to have to, to own some responsibility of how they get to a call. And when you put it live on the air and you see the inside of what they're saying and what they're communicating, that does that. This was an exhibition for the NFL. Because all the pundits, all the so-called experts, the talking heads, the big, big takeaway from the weekend was how good the instant replay was, how fluid and quick it was. Um, you know, and adopting a team, sidebar here, you know, like how Phil adopted Seattle. There's a team in Vegas. I adopted them. They might as well put a fucking Raider logo on the side of the helmets because they also found a way to blow a two-score lead and fucking lose a game. So, um just take away the Vipers and call them Raiders Jr., I think. <laughs> yeah, the Vipers have some help on the way, though. They have uh, Brett Hundley uh, they signed uh, last week. So I, I, he's probably getting into game shape or, you know, getting familiar with the playbook. But they should have better quarterback play, um, you know, in the next few weeks. But so, you know, good news for Vipers fans. You bums. <laughs> Any chance the NFL becomes a little bit more transparent? With the XFL putting pressure on them, I think it, I think it could be. I mean, this is all—they're all just trying different things. Then you know, if if an idea is good enough, I don't see why the NFL wouldn't adopt it. Um, another rule change I liked was the kickoffs. I, I don't know if you saw that Panther, but uh, they had the the kicker kicking off from the usual position. All the defenders were you know lined up. 
I think at the opposition 40 and then uh, 10 yards you know, away from each other. Right. Yeah. And, and, but they couldn't move until the, um, you know, the kick returner caught the ball. So you got kick returns after every score, which is cool. Cause that's like one of the most exciting plays in football. So and I you don't that have that a, a good improvement. You don't have that velocity from the players. Uh, correct. Right. You don't have the, the violent collisions, which is apparently one of the things that NFL, they always try to sell us on player safety and everything. But um, yeah, it, you do probably get rid of touchbacks as well, because you got guys all the way up at the 40 yard line and you can't move until the, the returner touches the ball, you're going to get a return. I mean, damn near 95% of the time, maybe even higher. So yeah, I, I kind of like that rule. Listen, I don't think the NFL will change the way they, they don't feel pressure from anybody because they basically have a, an iron grip on football, on their fans. You can bitch about anything. They do what they want to do. And I think they kind of protect their officials more than anybody in professional sports. They know their officials make mistakes and they get called out on the weekly. I don't know if they want it being broadcast on air. That's kind of open up a can of worms that the NFL, it's already open. I don't think they want a full-fledged bludgeoning because their officials fuck up something every single game of every single week. Here's the here's the issue. Uh, when you when you live in darkness, <laughs> when you are totally uh, obtuse, you just hide everything you do. It's a perfect breeding ground for conspiracy theories and and all kinds of wild accusations because there's nothing out there. There's no there's no voice saying this is what we do. I'm not saying that would eliminate all the conspiracy theories. That's still going to be there, but it just. <laughs> All that kind of stuff lives and thrives in the darkness. If the NFL would just come out and be a little bit, just a little bit more forthcoming about how they arrive to their decisions, about what they're doing, what they, they're seeing, boy, it would go a long way to helping improve their image. Yeah, not doing it after the fact. Like, oh, yeah, we missed that call. Or, oh, yeah, we got that call right. Like, we want it fixed because the XFL, the arch, I don't know if I've, I've met a more anti-instant replay person than you but in watching the nfl or xfl excuse me i think i can get you on board because they do it expeditiously i think that's your biggest bitch is how slow the nfl is on getting to resolve the issue the xfl nailed it yeah no i I agree if it's fast if it doesn't ruin the the completely the flow of the game (laughs) yeah i'm totally down with that totally down with that Except for baseball. It has no business being in baseball any way, shape, or form. They could decide in one second. It doesn't matter. It doesn't belong in baseball. We, yeah, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> We're just going to agree to disagree. What are your thoughts, Phil? I was just going to say, along with the ghost runner on second. That can go. Oh, my God. Yeah. God. Baseball's Horrible. so broken. It's dying. It's dying right in front of our faces. It's... It, Oh, God. Yeah, don't get me started. There'll be plenty of time to talk baseball. It's coming up. We should take a little breather here. Phil, I'm going to kick it over to you. Let's talk about the book club. If you want to, Arch. I mean, that's uh, that's where we're all hanging out. Um, right. Everyone's hanging out now all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. We, we've, we've had quite an influx of, of, you know, folks in there this weekend, and it's been, it's been great. You know, uh, that's where Steve and I post our racing plays as we make them. So uh, you don't have to wait for an article. You don't have to subscribe to, you know, 3,000 websites to, to get the picks. They're all in this one place. 
This is our exclusive home. It's where we post them as we make them. Plus, Steve is ridiculous at golf. I don't know if you kept up with it mm-hmm. this weekend, Arch. Uh, but there was a lot of green checks in the PGA this weekend. Um, so we, we printed some money there. We had a positive weekend in NASCAR. It's just a fun place to be all around the, the promos channel. Uh, Kyle's arguing with everybody. Um, it's, it's just, it's an awesome place to be. Where can you find it? Yeah. You go to the, the net or my favorite URL. Everyone hates wince.com. That's Wentz, the uh, soon to be XFL quarterback. Well, that'll be that'll be fun to get him in there. But you get a three day free trial and then it's twenty five dollars a month. So we're not doing like all these other handicapping services where it's one hundred dollars a month or one hundred and fifty dollars a month. Twenty five bucks. You get picks on everything. NBA sides, college sides, darts, NASCAR, ping pong. If we got it, golf, everything, everything that you can bet on. We've got picks for it. Guess who's back back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. That's right. You clued me into a a handicapping service I'd never heard of before, but apparently they just completely abandoned their uh, (laughs) abandoned posting. (laughs) Sometimes. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. There's always stuff happening in the book club. Bingo. Yeah, it's an active place. So really fun. Come join the community. Check it out for three free days. we got a race coming up this weekend. There's an Xfinity race and a cup race. So we'll we'll start posting picks around Tuesday night. So that's a good time to start your free trial. All right. Anything else that happened over the weekend you guys want to talk about? Panther, anything happen? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Phil, you good? I'm good. All right, then let's shoot over to hockey. That's really, really the only thing going on right now, Panther. So why don't you take the stick? Uh, yeah, I'll take the stick. And, uh, you know, I'm only on two games. So I'll kind of address the elephant in the room. The Bruins are playing, but they're minus 320. I'll, I think they'll win, but I'll pass. And the Florida Panthers are minus 430. <laughs> Again, I think they'll win against the Anaheim Ducks, but I'll pass. One of the games I am on is the Seattle Kraken on the road, taking on San Jose. You know, Max and I have talked about this many times, how Seattle has actually been a pretty damn good team on the road, going against a San Jose team that's not all that good overall anyway, home or away. Uh, Seattle's won three of their last four. Part of that's been some pretty stingy defense and goaltending against the Sharks. I think they continue those ways. So I'm going to lay the 145 and put 10 bucks on the Kraken. Okay. Okay. You're probably right. They probably do win. <laughs> I'm not really a hockey guy. What other pick you have? I have a hypothesis, though, for hockey today. You betting this oh, okay, Flyers sure. game? I'm not betting the Flyers game. The only other one I'm on is the Islanders taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins. I've kind of shit on the Penguins a little bit, and rightfully so. They've actually been kind of anemic and mediocre, but a lot of that has to do with their play on the road. They need to get right, and being at home against the Islanders, there is a get-right opportunity here. Uh, so I like the Penguins at home, minus 135. I'm putting 10 bucks on the yellow and black. Hmm. Okay, got that in. Uh, yeah, I'm no help in the hockey yeah, market, no, gang. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. Stats. Yeah, it's fine. Are you? Is that it? Just that's the only two you have? That's it. Those are the two. Man, okay. So the way I would approach hockey, since I'm not a hockey better, I'm not a hockey handicapper at all. I'm kind of eyeballing the Rangers, or excuse me, the Winnipeg Jets over the Rangers at this plus one forty six. I like a little bit of that line movement. What I would probably do. If I had to bet hockey today, and I hate to fade you, Panther, but I would take a piece of Winnipeg and I would take a piece of the Islanders, slap them together, kind of Dutch them just a little bit. And I think one of them will win. I really do. So two plus lines there. Either one of them comes out. We're okay. I think one of those teams will probably hit. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Well, okay. So Winnipeg. I I like the Jets. I know Max likes the Jets. This is a team that's got a pretty good overall record they're decent on the road and the rangers I, I get it they're they're at home but that 178 like really spooked me why is vegas charging a premium on the rangers i i think the rangers win but i couldn't eat that chalk and you know my motto i'm no there's no value in a losing bet so I, something's telling me 
Vegas loves the Rangers today, and that spooked me off the play. That makes me want to bet the Jets even, even more. Even more. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in the mutual fund, baby. There you go. Yeah, no, I, I just, you know, like I said, I'm not a hockey handicapper by any stretch of the imagination. Just looking at those two lines and kind of being like, a, you know, using my baseball brain. I'm thinking one of those two is going to win. So let's just let's just put a little bit on both and, and see if we can turn a small profit. It's not the worst thing. I mean, the worst thing that's going to happen is you go 0-2. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe look at Ottawa, too. But yeah, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> it's a big number. Uh, it is a big number. All right. I know, Phil, you're not any help in this. Um, no help. None. You got anything for college basketball? You looking at that? I do. There was there was two games I was looking at. Uh, the first one is Kansas is hitting the road and taking on TCU, and they are a short dog. Two, uh, I think two. they're getting two and a half at Superbook. Oh. Uh, but I'm going to... I'm going to put the points aside. I'm going to take Kansas on the money line. Looks like I can get plus 118 at Profit Exchange here in New Jersey. Um, I just, I, you know, every game in the Big 12 is an absolute war. I mean, these this is probably the best conference in college basketball, and they just cannibalize each other. So uh, a lot of good teams are going to be coming out of, of this division. I, I think you're probably going to get eight or nine teams in the dance. And, you know, their their records aren't going to be great because they're beating up on each other, you know, for the last two months. Uh, but I like this Kansas team. I like Jalen Wilson. Uh, if it weren't for Zach Eady at Purdue, I think he would be the the, the player of the year. Um, you know, and, and he's just not seven foot three. So that that goes against him. <laughs> but I, I like this Kansas team. They're really starting to click. They had a huge come up from behind win against Baylor this weekend. Um, so th- this Kansas team is, is really starting to come together. I like them here on the road to get the win on the money line plus one eighteen. Ooh, I like that, Panther. You're not on this game at all. I heard you have an opinion. I you know, I have an opinion, but I'm not on the game. I tell you, one of the things I've noticed with the Jayhawks is uh, I could be wrong, but maybe some neutral site, but all of their losses have been on the road. This mm-hmm. is a team that just, just seems to I don't want to say struggle, but if you're going to beat them, it's when the Jayhawks are on the road, and I think Vegas even realized that with. TCU being the favorite, this is a coin flip game. I'm probably leaning the Horn Frogs, but this is also the time when Kansas starts to really prep themselves for the tournament. They, it feels like they never win the Big 12 tournament because they don't fucking care. Uh, but when they get into the dance, they've been fine-tuned and they're ready for those neutral site. This, this is a coin flip game. I'm probably leaning TCU, but I, I don't have a play. Roy Williams used to openly weep about playing in the Big 12 tournament. I was no, there's no reason for them to be there. <laughs> right. They've, done, they've, they've gone through a 30, 32-game schedule, and then you go through the, That tournament is for all the peasants that probably don't deserve to be in the tournament to get that little, you know, they earn a 12 seed or something to get their ass bounced in the first round. But Kansas ain't going anywhere, and even if they were to get bounced in the first round of the tournament, they're still going to be, you know, a, a top one, two seed. All right. Yeah, I mean, you you know, this year in the Big 12, if you were just blind betting, you know, the home team, you would be retired. You you would be rich. <laughs> um, but you know, even we, as we dogs, saw, even as dogs. Yeah. But we, we saw this with Kansas um, about a week ago when they played Oklahoma State at Oklahoma State. They were a short, short dog. I think they were, a, you know, a two point road dog or something like that. And they won outright by 11. So uh, I'm not saying Kansas is immune to laying an egg, but I think if I'm going to take a Big 12 road team in conference, it's going to be Kansas. So I'm comfortable with this one. All right. What's the other game you're looking at? Uh, West Virginia and Oklahoma State. 
this is kind of the the opposite of of the uh you know the kansas game i'm taking the home team here i like west virginia country roads take me home so uh it's a it's a short number i think it's five or four and a half depends what you can find me arch uh but this is a revenge spot for west virginia they lost last month to oklahoma state when the roles were reversed uh so i like west virginia to get a little bit of revenge here at home in front of their home crowd uh eric stevenson will lead the way give me the mounties yeah, this is a tough one for both of them because they're both in the midst of some, you know, small losing streaks. Uh, Oklahoma State's lost two in a row by double digits both times. Got absolutely smacked by 25 their last time out. And West Virginia has lost three in a row, including their last one at home. So West Virginia not only needs to break this losing streak, but at home, well, like we said during the COVID, or during COVID, like you don't want to look like a little bitch in front of your home fans. So I'm with Phil here. I think uh, if I'm going to bet this one, I like West Virginia, even with the minus five. Yeah. If it gets up to that five and a half, I would be a little, little less hesitant. I see bet MGM. Of course, you're probably not, oh, allowed yeah. to, you're not allowed to bet at MGM anymore. Probably. Are you? I, I can get like $3 on that. So oh, that, nice, I, nice. yeah, but the pinnacle's four and a half. So there we go. I'll, okay. I'll oh, take West Virginia go. with the, <laughs> four and a half. All right. Yep. Uh, they, they're on the, the burn book list. Points bet is also on the burn book list. So those guys can fuck all the way off. <laughs> <laughs> Any other things you want to look at in college uh, basketball? No, just those two games are what stood out to me. A lot of uh, small schools, you know, getting it in today, um, like Louisville and Duke. I mean, that that's it's a bad Duke team and a bad Louisville team. I mean, there's there's not really anything else worth worth looking at here. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm looking at the comments here. C Daddy says, "Yeah, that's great. At least some transparency." He's talking about the uh, NFL. XFL. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, just a little bit. Just a just a tiny sliver of of, of truth. Just let us in, and uh, I think <laughs> I think people will be appreciative of that. Once people lose confidence in a game, that's when things go go bad. Remember, boxing used to dominate uh, the United States. It was the number one thing everybody watched. Everybody talked about. And then it got a, it got a little crooked. It got a little obscure, or not obscure, a little. Um, I don't know. I can't think of the term. Not transparent. <laughs> Things were happening uh, behind closed doors. There you go. And then uh, what's bo- boxing? It's a, yeah, it's a joke now. It's an absolute joke. <laughs> Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. Oh God. That's it. That's what boxing is. All right. What did we talk about today? We talked about the XFL reactions. Ooh. Looking positive. Looking bright. It's We've got a Thursday night game this week. Oh, yeah. It feels like the AAF was so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also talked about the All-Star game. Was it the worst game ever? Yeah, maybe. Yes. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and we talked about some other stuff. NASCAR, basketball, hockey, everything. Uh, Phil, any final thoughts? No, man. I just, I'm, I'm really happy that, that I could do a morning show. I love, I love talking to you guys and I guess I'll be here for the next couple of days too. So, um, yeah, thanks for having me and, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Panther, take us home. All right. We'll get out of here. Uh, listen, before I get your guys' parlay picks, I got to do, I mean, listen, Phil, you and Steve, I blame you guys because the book club has just been getting loaded, inundated with new members. So let me do the real quick shout out. We had Four joined over the weekend. Grant Jones uh, joined. Hefty Lefty Cleveland joined. Cuse Mode 88. I think that's a 
nod to Syracuse, maybe. And Petty Larson, 86-85. I know that's NASCAR references. Those four joined over the weekend. Welcome, guys. Glad to have you. Now it's time to get out of here. Fighting Phil, what do you got for your parlay pick? I'm going to take the Kansas money line plus 118. Ooh, nice. And Kansas plus 118. March, what do you like? I'm looking at... I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil some stuff here. I'm gonna throw some stuff. It's not my account. I don't care. I'm looking at two percent of the money coming in on the Winnipeg Jets. So the Winnipeg Jets, lock of the century. Give me the Jets. Taking the Winnipeg Jets, and I am going to take. Uh, you kind of scared me off those Islanders a little bit, so I'll take the Seattle Kraken. You didn't say anything negative about them. Yeah. <laughs> you, you really want to listen to my hockey takes. Yeah, you know, I did listen. It's not as much the hockey is just I respect you as a sports better. You have formulas that seem to work. And uh, if you fade me a little bit, then I'll just go the other direction. So we're going to go with the Kansas Jayhawks on the money line, the Winnipeg Jets and the Seattle Kraken. That is your DGen parlay for the day. We're hanging out on Facebook, Twitter, but mostly exclusively. You guys can come in here and talk to the living legend, Sportsline, Phil, Arch, myself. Call us up by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.